Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman podcast. Before we begin, I have a tiny, just a little, just a little request. The podcast growth is, it's growing month on month, guys. And I'm so, so, so thankful that you are tuning in every week to listen to what I have to share about life, business, and magnetism. What that means is I know that many of you keep coming back to listen to the show. And if this is you, please pause this episode now if you can, and please go and leave me a review. What that means is the lovely Apple will support me to be heard even more to get this podcast into the ears of more and more people. So I would really, really appreciate it if you would do that for me at some point today or now if you're able to pause and leave it right in this moment. Now, for anyone who does share a review and you come and let me know, you can let me know over on the gram at Pandora Paloma underscore there is one of three prizes for you. So well worth giving that some little time and space today. So let's get into the episode. I want to expand on energy, what it means to focus your energy. And I'm going to explore a few ways that we can clean up our energy, become aware of energy, focus our energy, and most importantly, stop leaking uh, energy. Now, this came up with a client last week, and it comes up a lot with my clients full stop. So I thought I would share a little bit more about what does it mean? What does it mean when we say what you focus on expands? What you focus your energy on expands? Even, you know, stop leaking your energy. Often we're like, "What, what does that mean? So I'm going to give you an example of how this showed up for a client last week. So this is a new client who has come into the magnetic business method. And at the time of joining, one of the bonuses was a session with me. So throughout that one-to-one, we mapped out what Q4 looked like, what 2024 looked like, and we really honed in on her method, her uniqueness, and her messaging based on that. At the end of the call, she said, "I've I've got one question for you. I'm secure financially for the next couple of months, but I've been thinking about getting a part-time job. What do you think? And my answer was this. What is the result that you want to see? She said, well, I, I want to get one-to-one clients. Like we've just discussed. You've given me a, you know, a whole strategy. I know exactly what I need to do to do that. 
I said, right, so if you put your energy on this part-time job and you search for the part-time job or say yes to the part-time job and then suddenly your energy is in the part-time job, do you think that's going to get you closer or further away from the goal of getting those one-to-one clients? Now, of course, the answer is, yeah. And I was like, this is exactly what I mean by where are you focusing your energy? Are you focusing your energy on the thing that you don't want? Like, i.e. Googling the part-time job, applying for the part-time jobs, going for interviews for the part-time jobs? Or is your energy in those clients? Is your energy in the content creation that's going to call in those clients? Is your energy in feeling into who they are and the transformation that you know you can deliver for them, with them, in your sessions? And of course, the answer was, I'm going to focus my energy on those clients. And this is exactly what we mean by focusing your energy. It's exactly this. So everything is energy. Energy is the force of existence itself. And it can generate many things on many levels. And ultimately what we're talking about, what you focus on expands, match your energy to the thing that you want, is that you're matching your frequency of the reality that you want, right? By being that person now, embodying that person. Because when you are thinking in a certain way, taking action in a certain way, behaving in a certain way, you shift your energy. When you set boundaries with yourself, boundaries with others, you are upgrading your energy. And as such, you can manifest what you desire as long as you can realize the level of energy that your desire rests in. So when you become aware of energy, I believe that you can, you can't not help, but it's quite literally impossible to not get the reality that you desire because everything becomes possible. Before that, everything starts to feel possible because you are choosing to upgrade your energy. So this is a spiritual truth, right? Everything is energy and it's vibrating on many levels, projecting possibilities that could exist, is existing and will exist. So releasing lower vibrations or vibrating energies allows you to raise your energy and to raise your consciousness. And when we raise consciousness, we create you know, different lives, new possibilities beyond often our heart's desire. I shared something recently that was like, if you'd have told me that I would be here now living this life a few years back, I didn't think that was possible. That wasn't even in my, in my zone of awareness. One of my first coaches, I was like, a 5k month would be like the biggest thing ever if I could work with like 20, 30 women across the year, I mean, God, that would be amazing. I'm now holding, you know, 30, 40 women at a time. And there's still more for me to expand into. You know, I hit a totally different revenue bracket. And the biggest thing that's changed is my energy. And the way that I've changed my energy is in changing my thoughts in changing my feelings towards things, my perspective, in changing my behaviours, my habits, in changing my boundaries, my routines, my rituals, really stepping into a very, very different level of embodiment. And so I'm sharing this because it's possible for us all. And the first piece to this is that awareness. You know, our energy is affected by all of which we do, how we think, how we feel, 
the actions that we take, you know, and the actions often that we allow others to take or towards us. So above all, you know, this is about working with spirit. Spirit is universal. It's eternal. It's unchanging, ever-changing, right? It's energy. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It simply changes form. And so, you know, many cultures believe that it's present throughout the entire universe. It's this life force within all of us that exists. You know, it's the source from which all energy and consciousness arises. And that's really beautiful to know, right? Anything that I want to create in my life is already, already here. So I want to start by just speaking to how we take on energy that is not ours. And the way that this mostly shows up is in our relationships, you know, in the relationship we have to others. So when we care about people, we might take on their pain, their worries, or if we you know, are simply having a conversation with someone. Maybe there's, you know, a group of friends who we, you know, meet on a weekly basis and we we might start to find ourselves wrapped into their stories, you know. I'm going to tell you an example, like when my partner went freelance, there were, you know, there was a lot of uh, apprehension. There was a lot of what ifs, there was a lot of uncertainty, And I could really feel myself, you know, getting wrapped up in that story that, you know, things might not be possible, that things might be really hard. And of course, like that could be, could be a reality, but it's not what we want to focus on because we don't want to focus on what we don't want. We want to focus on what we do. So even in that moment, I remember saying, listen, why don't we write down all of the options, all of the possibilities? Let's look at what could be possible. Because what that does is it's focusing your energy on on the result that you want to see. So even if you don't have the evidence yet, like, oh, I've landed the job. What you're focusing on is the job. It is the result that you want to see. And in seeing those options, it's like, okay, how do I get to think here? I get to think that one of these options is going to come through. Maybe two, maybe three. And a question I always ask myself is like, how does it get better than this? Like, what's, what's the next best step? What's the next best outcome that I could experience right now? And that's kind of how I find, you know, the easiest way to direct my energy. It's like, I might be sitting in a lot of uncertainty right now. I always say business is like 50% uncertainty, 50% certainty. We play the game. But if I'm focusing on the options, the potentials, then I know that I'm directing the energy towards the result that I want to see. So to add to this, I want to talk to you, encourage you, invite you to become super aware of confirmation bias. Like you're seeing one perspective, right? And our tendency to process information is to look for or interpret information that is consistent with our existing belief. It's what we call confirmation bias. I'm over here feeling like things are really, really hard. Things are hard for me. Everything is hard. So I'm going to speak to people and I'm going, it's really hard. And they're like, oh my God, it's so hard. Business is so hard right now. I've been speaking to my friends and all of them are saying that business is hard right now. What is happening? I am getting confirmation 
my belief is true, right? Whether that is I'm not worthy, life is hard, this isn't for me, it's easier for other people. What happens is we attract situations to affirm that belief, yeah? It confirms that that is true. And what happens is we often find ourselves surrounded by people who reflect that same story back at us. Yeah, so see, loads of my friends are going through that right now. Everyone around me is saying business is hard right now. The way that we get out of this is by refocusing our energy, focusing our energy somewhere else. What about the people who aren't finding it hard right now? Because I guarantee that there are people out there in the world, in your community, in your town, in your country, that are doing really well. How are they thinking? What conversations are they having? Everything comes down to curiosity. Yeah? Where are you focusing your energy? Are you in the room of the people who are experiencing the same things as you, saying the same things? doing the same things and likely getting the same result? Or are you speaking to the people who are doing well? Why do you think you're doing well? What is it that you're doing? What action are you taking? You know, suddenly your focus is on something else. And that person might reflect something back to you that's like, you know, what's made it really easy? It's this piece, it's this thing here. And you think, oh, I'm going to do that thing. And suddenly you're focusing on the thing that's going to help you get the result that you want to see. And listen, I'm not saying here that things aren't always hard. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, economic crises and pandemics do not, you know, create hurdles because they do. But it's really about who am I surrounding myself with? What are the conversations I'm having? And am I having these conversations because they are confirming a belief that's not serving me? And is there a way that I can be curious to go and have conversations to build beliefs that will actually serve the reality that I want to see? Now, often this happens with kind of bigger things. I call um, I call it like the cycle breakers, right? We are cycle breakers. And I heard this term last week, when I was listening to Denise T.T. speak to a dear friend and mentor of mine, Susie Ashworth. And we were talking, they were talking about, you know, the cycle breakers. Like I am a cycle breaker. There were huge cycles and patterns, you know, narratives generationally, back, 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 back around lack of worth, self-worth. And one of my biggest achievements is that I have broken that cycle. It was very deeply ingrained. My mum's, my mum, mum's, my mum's, 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 mum's. It goes way back. Really deeply programmed. And so what gets to happen here is I get to choose to be a cycle breaker. Now, where does this, how do we allow that? I chose to refocus my energy. I could have kept in that confirmation bias. I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. And instead, I was curious enough to pick up a book to have those conversations, to watch people on the internet who looked like they were worthy, gave me a vibe that they were worthy, certainly worthier than me. And I was like, hold on a minute. If that person can feel that, then I can feel that. So how do I feel that? And we become the cycle breakers. You are all here because you're on a journey of healing yourselves, right? Ultimately, we are pure, we are whole, we are complete, we are enough. There is nothing to heal. 
But of course, we are also programmed. So even the best parents in the world will have passed down their own programming. But what's super exciting about this is when we're curious. You know, we get to be the cycle breaker. We get to choose. You know what? That's not for me. I don't want that anymore. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to stay in the same pattern. I want to focus my energy somewhere else. Starts with how you're thinking. Leads to how you're feeling. Leading to the action that you take, the behaviours that you adopt. You get a different result. So there's also the collective energy, right? We're always absorbing collectively. If we know there's something horrific going on in the world, of course, we are going to feel it. We're human. But we have to and get to be really solid in our integrity and Ultimately, the way that I always allow myself to move through that is knowing that I'm not, it's not possible for me as one human on this planet of many, many humans to to change the entire world. Like I can't save everyone. I can't solve every problem and every cause. But what I can do is I can focus my energy on the causes that I care about, knowing that In doing so, I get to make a difference. I get to make a difference in the corners of my world that are important to me. And so, you know, we get to be aware of where am I, where is me holding on to all of these problems in the world becoming a distraction from what I'm actually here to do? Like I'm actually here to change the narrative about what is possible for women to help women feel worthy enough confident enough, courageous enough to go and create freedom for themselves, build up multidimensional wealth. I'm here to support the movement, the gender equity movement, right? More women in that top percentage of seven-figure business owners, more women in boardrooms, more women on stages, more women in power. That's what I'm here for. And so that is very important to me, as well as a couple of other causes. And so I direct my energy and some of my profit to those causes. So just really become aware of where these things become a distraction from what you're actually here to do, knowing that you cannot solve everything. And of course, right now we are speaking to the collective consciousness rising. And what this means is that more of us are aware of our trauma our programming and we are working to change that we are choosing to be the cycle breakers and as such collectively there are more and more people raising their consciousness individually which of course means collectively it creates the cosmic shifts you know this is so important the the most powerful way that you will expand others around you is by doing doing it yourself being that person you know, it's like when someone sets a boundary and you're like really freaking triggered by the boundary that they set. But like two weeks later, you're in the same situation and you think, well, if she did it, I'm going to do it. And suddenly you're able to set those boundaries and then you feel really good and empowered by the boundaries that you're setting for yourself. That's the ripple effect of us choosing to be the cycle breakers and to shift our energy. Now, there's often quite sneaky ways, I call them the blind spots, still happens to me, where you kind of unknowingly, and sometimes it feels quite sneakily, I might bump into someone. I did this just the other day, actually. Um, They were talking about, it wasn't the other day, it was quite a long time ago. It was the king's coronation. 
And I was like pretty neutral about the whole thing. I was like, well, you know, eh, it's a lot of money. Could have been spent on other things. I think the country needs more, but I'm also neutral about it. Eh, not, not a lover, not a hater. And I found myself like totally, like it was almost like they had thrown the fishing line and then like caught me, like reeled me in. And suddenly I was like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really not my story. I was neutral. And suddenly I was feeling really negative. Like, it's awful. It's this. And suddenly I was like, whoa, that's not me. That's not how I think. But I really got my energy tangled over there with theirs. Ultimately, what I'm saying is who you surround yourself with is really important for your energetic integrity and the expansion that you see in doing that. So what conversations are you having, right? What conversations are you having? What rooms are you in? Yeah, where are you allowing other people's perspective to become yours? And that in itself is the leaky energy because you're not in integrity. You're not being who you say you are. You're actually attaching to somebody else. And sometimes we do that because, you know what, it's nice to fit in, right? It's nice to feel like, oh, I belong because we think the same. I always kind of come back to, I don't need to add my opinion here. It's often better for me to say nothing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and stay neutral than to leak my energy. So I'm sharing that with you today and I hope it helps. This is why, and I speak to this all the time, that those conversations that you're having, the people that you're surrounding yourself with, like it's why I love what I do. You know, my masterminds are so powerful for the women in it because of this. It's like, hey, if my ambition is not allowed to be seen with my friends, my family, the people that don't get it or just aren't playing the same game, like to be in a room with that ambition, that drive is witnessed and encouraged. I mean, there's nothing like it. There is nothing like it. So questions, where am I allowing the limitations of others rule how I live what action I'm taking and ultimately therefore the reality that I get to create for myself? Where am I over identifying with stories of others and making them my own? And a good question to ask is always like, is this mine? Is this really what I think and believe? Okay, where can I be curious as to if this, if this is mine or if this is not mine? And this is what, you know, we call energetic integrity. Ultimately what you are focusing on expand. So where is your energy focus today? Like right now in this moment, I'm actually hoping that your energy is feeling a bit like it's it's shifting and upgrading because you're like, yeah, oh my God, I'm identifying where I'm doing this. I'm not going to do this anymore. Therefore, I'm going to focus my energy elsewhere. I thought I would share as a kind of final piece, been feeling into seven figure me. And here's what came through. She reads more fiction. She watches less TV. She scrolls less and has more time offline. She gets in the room with people who inspire her. She spends more time with cash flow and her finances. And I want to share why this is important, how this is important. Well, it's where I'm choosing to focus my energy. I've noticed that in scrolling a lot, certainly between the hours of like 8pm and 8am, actually drains my energy. So how can I renew that energy? Well, I'm going to choose to be offline. More fiction. Like I feel so deeply nourished and it's such a regular, 
regulating practice for me to read my book. And I know that that seven-figure version of me, like she reads a lot of fiction. Like she, yeah, she, she's, she's in books all the time. Um, I spend time with people who expand me. I've got to a point in my life where I'm like, I do not want to be having those conversations. I'd rather not be in the room lovingly, but I would rather be home with my fiction book than in a room with people who drain my energy. And I'm okay with that. Spending more time with my cash flow. So this is an interesting one, right? How often do you think I want more money? And how often are you ignoring the money that you've got? And I've used this before and I'm going to say it again. We want money to grow for us, to expand for us. We want it to do things for us, right? I want you to nourish me, make me feel safe, give me more. But I don't want to look at you. I don't want to look at you. I'm too scared to look at you. I'm not even looking. Like I'm giving you none of my time, my energy, my respect, but but I want you to do all of this stuff for me. What you focus on expands. If you want more money in your life, get intimate with money. Yeah? Where is it coming in? Where's it going out? How does it feel being spent on those things? One of my clients this week asked me about generosity. She's like, sometimes I I spend things and I think, oh, like that was a lot of money and maybe I was too generous. And I shared with her, like, I always think, how is this going to make me feel? How's it going to make me feel spending that money? Does it feel good? And if it doesn't feel good, then why am I spending it? Like one of the things that I love paying for every month is for my coach and that money goes out. And I'm like, yes, I'm so deeply supported in this space. My OBM, I love paying for Leia. I love paying her. I love knowing that that money goes into her account and gives her a really good life. Yeah, I know that she then gets to choose where she spends her money and that feels really exciting for me. So it's like, think of the micro ways in which you spend, the macro ways in which you spend. Is there anything that just doesn't feel good anymore? Okay. And then finally, that what you focus on expands. Yeah, where are you focusing your energy right now? So a few quick fire things, rituals I have anchored into to support my energetic integrity. I light an incense first thing in the morning and I set an intention to live with a full heart and be in happiness for the day. And I do that with my daughter or I do it alone. It feels really good. Just very intentionally kind of activating some presence for myself and being in gratitude for for the day. I clear my energy in between all of my sessions with Palo Santo. So in between my clients, um, I I just give myself an energetic cleanse, often with Palo Santo or I have another couple of energetic tools that I use. I clear my computer and my phone at the end of the day, give that a little energetic cleanse. Again, a bit of Palo Santo or just the intention of clearing anything that's not mine, it doesn't belong to me and calling all of my own energy and power back to me, requesting that it be cleansed and cleared for the highest good of myself and the highest good of all. I use essential oils in the shower and imagine my energy field being cleared. And every morning I put myself in a crystal. A crystal that comes from creator down into the crown of my head, 
Mine is a rose quartz and I just allow that to surround me and give me the protection and support that I need for the day. And of course, I focus my energy on the things that I know will help me expand. I hope this has been helpful. I hope there's some snippets of inspiration for you to go and activate more energetic integrity for yourself. I am so here for any conversation. So if you have one, you can come and find me at Pandora Paloma underscore on the gram. I would love to hear from you. Have a beautiful rest of the day. Remember that you are magnetic and sending love from my corner of the world to yours. Bye.